Oh, jeez. All right, we're not we're not bringing this energy. Close your close your screens. Oh, I can't. It's uh, it is intoxicating. Oh man, there's this chick from Bunk that my kids watch. She's like an eight year old. Eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Eighty bones. Man, um, golly. All right, you know we know what people actually came to spend money on this podcast. <laughs> this is why our podcast is free, folks. Yeah, you get what you yeah. pay for, bro. Uh, we should be on Cameo MMB Sports Podcast. You know How what? Fucking cost hilarious you would that be? Yeah, it just cost you an email to MMB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Let's fire it up. Let's wrap it up. One, yep. two, three. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 199 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, I got 99 podcasts, but not having a host ain't one. Most awesome. It's in there somewhere. It's in there. Somewhere. It's in there. Yeah, yeah. I, it would have been better if it was 199 problems. Oh yeah, I said nine. Oh yeah, I'm at one ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. That's Moment good. took me away, bro. I said, give me. You're giving me a lot of notes on this intro. No, I'm wanna, sorry. <laughs> you want to do the intro for the next last two in a row? Just been like, you just come in with just kind of your top line, like you know what? Here's where I do it. We'll start you know what? Game. As as a podcasting pro, here's what I do it. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Big sorry big. about we that, B. I should be more supportive. No, no. That's, you, that's you have, I mean, you have been for like 197. That's why it's kind of catching me off guard. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's a new year, new me. New angle. Is my resolution. I'm not letting shit fly these days. We do have to think about if we were going to switch roles. We said we we're going to swap roles one episode for the podcast. I think we did. I think drunkenly we did. You were like, "All right, you do my thing," and I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I could. Yeah. I made it through. I was like, "Ah," uh, but it's so funny because I do listen every time that you, you <laughs> do it. Sure. Yeah, man, it really. Uh, my short term memory is is fucking fleeting. It's going away. I need the oh, Ginkgo yeah. Biloba. I need to get back on the Ginkgo Biloba train. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Should help the memory. Not as much as you think, though. But um, like, I get your exercise on. It's supposed yes. to help the memory. Yes. Um, then, like, I just, I literally just started this today. Like, I read a page about all the stuff I wanted to start. So, handful of walnuts, eight ounces okay. of pomegranate juice, um, uh, t- turmeric, that like yellow seasoning. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So a bunch of that, this is like to offset like uh, Alzheimer's and dementia also, but okay. you want to mix uh, a lot of pepper with the turmeric because turmeric gets heightened. It's, it's benefits get heightened with pepper. That's kind of what unlocks it. So you need to, you know, you got the lock and the key. There's a little pro tip right there. I gotcha. Exactly. Right. A little fucking goes in right together. Turmeric, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, there's like some caffeine and then like, uh, you know, like sardines, like you want to get those or salmon, you want to get those. Those oh yeah fatty acids the omega threes yeah baby yeah we not too much that. though you don't want mercury poisoning no nope. that'll take you the Go other back. direction baby baby how was your holiday bro it was great man how was your how was your Christmas and and holiday time and good 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 times good man we were kind of working through it um just stayed back didn't make it to Oklahoma for like the first time in like seven years but yeah but I had a good streak going understandable get it totally. I'm glad you get a little you time in there. It's good. We got to talk on, on Christmas Day, you and I, which was nice. That was nice. Chat it up. <laughs> Give me a little holler. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Remind you, I want to start that uh, that frat series, right? Do exactly like right. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Here's the thing is, is we can't audience. This is a little inside baseball right here. We're mm. so committed to the pod that even on the holidays, we're grinding. Brandana's right. out there thinking about new ideas. Pitching ideas new spaces frontiers to take the pod and you know we we don't take any days off we do not including today and that's why we have a jam-packed episode 199 for you guys we're doing rip from the headlines we're doing week 16 review we're going to jump into that inbox got some emails to wrap up the end of the year so much coming up buddy 
episode so 200 end of the year all this i remember when it used to be the end of the year we'd start like six weeks beforehand we'd be like top three movies top three sports moments top, and now we're just like shit bro it's like 2022 in like a week let's do something to at least acknowledge the year's ending <laughs> um gonna do you hear about this that's right my favorite place to get news gonna hit those yahoo headlines neapolitan mm-hmm. showdown we are doing the top three sports moments of 2021 and we're going to finish with our MBP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. I broke um, riff the headlines. Week 16 review. Why are we talking about this week, brother? Oh, we're inching closer. Inching closer to the season that would not end. It just doesn't end. It just doesn't so, end. So and, bizarre. Right, exactly. And we're still in the same number of weeks we would be already. Yeah, this is still like we've been here before. We have been at a week 16 where 15 games have been played. Like yep. all this is going to be the same until we get to week 18. Like we said, except for those uh, those late bye weeks. But I, it's, it's, it's got to be a mix of like the COVID stuff too. Like not knowing who's starting, it feels, it definitely feels like a rerun from last week. But we even saw it more this week, just teams like really patchworking together like who was going out there. Yeah, the Steelers, Ravens. It's hard to, I was thinking about this. It's, it's really going to be hard uh, to evaluate like a week by week basis on some of these teams because they're literally just decimated with COVID you know, inactive, right? I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's like the typical thing. We usually get our information. It's just like, okay, so like Chiefs beat Chargers, you know, like Chargers beat, you know, like Raiders. So therefore, you know, the Raiders will like lose to the Chiefs. Like just kind of little stuff like that where you never really could trust the NFL because it did have kind of that weird vibe, but especially now, like, um, and plenty of games on the slate this week. I, mean, it's, I, I did want to take your temperature a little bit on a, on a Thursday night game that we uh, really get to cover, mm. but um. The Titans shut out the first half down 10 nothing 49ers and then uh reel off 20 points against those Niners. Is this is this a sign now that the Titans kind of deserve that two seed or the 49 the wheels kind of coming off the 49ers? Well, I mean, Jimmy G did hurt his thumb. So now we'll get to see what that's all gonna be about. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that this is I think, you know, the system of the 49ers, like we talked about last week you know, kind of got, uh, you know, they felt they fell off kilter a little bit, you know, Debo Samuel had another great game. He's fucking their best offensive player. So it all kind of circles around them. And if they don't get him clicking and going enough uh, in the second half, then we're going to see them put up, you know, a TD and, and that's about it. Um, I do like seeing the Titans kind of rally back a little bit. AJ Brown came back. We mentioned this before. It's, it's very tough to grade the Titans with literally zero offensive skill players, you know, in their backfield, you have Tannehill just kind of trying to make shit happen. <gasps> oh, this is, is. Ad is brought to you by Lunesta. There's, You're feeling down and blue. Ad. And I should just play like the song for Ned and have you guess what it is. Every time it pops up on my ESPN window, go ahead, bro. You know what I, the one ad I do hate on YouTube is the Google Fi, the Google Fi guy who's singing a hello telephone. Oh He's yeah, got this terrible ad. It's I don't like his poppy energy. Yeah, there, there's a lot of bad ads, especially like I realized that I was rewatching Mad Men. Now we're really getting off. We got the time, guys. Don't worry about it. Rewatching Mad Men, but for whatever reason, I was watching. Have you ever like rewatched something that you've purchased? Like I own it on Apple, but for some reason, I'm watching it on Amazon with ads, just letting it play in the background. But whenever you get like the Amazon with ads, it's always like the same two ads like every 12 minutes, which oh, will make yeah. you toss your laptop out a window. Yeah, same thing. I think Hulu is kind of bad at that too, right? You get yeah. that fucking. I get. I get a lot of not now Crohn's disease. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, where yeah. were we talking about? Oh, yes, the Titans. No, I just think you know AJ Brown, huge game uh, coming back. It, it's just an extra layer of you know skill players, and he was fucking clearly you know four weeks off. Not that he helped my fantasy football team, AJ Brown, but I'm glad to see that. You know, you helped your own team. 16 targets, a buck 45, fucking the, the game winner, TD. Got it. We can move on to the Christmas games right now. Not really worried about this Packers-Brown. I think that kind of shaked out how we 
felt that it would. Um, but another COVID thing, they kind of land there the morning of the game, which is I just all the travel stuff, everything's getting super weird. But let's look at this Colts Cardinals. This is something that we've called out and kind of everyone's on this scent now. But these two teams move in an opposite direction. Yeah. And the Cardinals just spinning around that toilet bowl. Yeah. Circling the drain. I mean, that was a banged up fucking Colts comeback, you know, uh, or didn't they didn't they kind of were in control that whole game. Um yeah, uh, this is who we thought kind of what we said. We've been saying this. I'm glad. I mean, I'm not glad because I like some of the players on the team, but we all kind of knew this. This is this is like this is un, this is not unexpected. If you've seen enough football over uh, the history of the game, you cannot like fast track success and you cannot fast track you know, playoff experience and big game experience. And this is what we're seeing with the Cardinals, right? They got out to a hot streak. Now that's fucking, now that there's the, the shit really matters and they're struggling. Yeah. Uh, dropping five of the last uh, eight, I believe, or is uh, five of the last nine. Here's what we're thinking about the Colts. So the Colts, we would all say like, you know, scariest team, at least on the AFC side, still holding that crown that you don't necessarily want to see in the postseason. Sitting at that five seat at nine and six, the scary thing coming in. I mean, no one actually thinks that Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is uh, winning the football games, but even sitting your starting quarterback is going to give your team you know, uh, a different vibe altogether. So, yeah. you know, you, you kind of hate to see them crumble right now with, you know, get the Chargers at eight and seven, Raiders at eight and seven, and the Ravens at eight and seven, all waiting to kind of get in on that spot. Yeah. And, and this is a, this will be interesting because it's, it's one of those things, Sam Ellinger, uh, the former Texas quarterback, who's more of like a running quarterback than anything is going to be replacing Carson Wentz. It'll be interesting to see how Frank Wright, like basically, I mean, does he go full on like Patriots style in the, in the Titans game and just go, look, we're not going to throw the ball. We're just going to run it and run it and run it again. And just, you know, cause what you don't want to have happen is, is what happened to the saints on Monday night where they roll out a rookie quarterback and just let him get killed for, you know, eight sacks. You don't want that. Yeah. Which is exactly like pretty predictable. I mean, I, I think what I mean, lean on your strengths. And then also if you can establish that too, you know, like have your defense set up and if you can establish, it's just like, Hey, like, we're going to run, you know, we're going to run, but we're right. still going to control this football game. Right. And I think it's a good draw going against the Raiders. Like, you know, I know they, they won this, this week, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'd still take an up and down Raiders team. It's, it feels like it's the best team to go against. Yeah. Cause the Raiders like, unlike, um, I don't know. I don't know the great comparison in the AFC off the top of my head, maybe like anybody like, um, I'd probably say like the Chargers, like the Chargers when they don't have it, they don't have it. Like, right. the, the, what I do like about the Raiders is the Raiders are still competitive and in there. They can put together a football game and win, and you can kind of feel you can feel those games happen. Like we said, even though they played like the lowly Broncos, able to get a roll, like they're still they're still hanging around. Exactly right. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was almost going to say the Chargers before you. Uh, so it. Rams at Vikings. Rams get there when. I got to say, if we start talking about just kind of maybe the team that's not as good as their record, I got to give it to the Rams at 11 and four. Ooh. See, I, I yeah, thought they, that I thought they're starting to heat up a bit here, but you didn't, you didn't like what you saw be. No, I'm still, I'm still not quite there. It seems, uh, you know, super Lionel Cooper cup. That's, there's nothing wrong with that too. You know, if you have right. kind of that, that all-star uh, wide receiver, you're going to want to lean on them. I just, this, I don't know. I did like, we kind of did these matchups last week and I feel fraudulent. Like if they get, you know, if, if the Rams end up getting the matchup with, you know, right now the gate, it looks like it would be the bucks. Right. I mean, that's, that's scary. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a bad deal. I mean, math, Matthew Stafford did not play well in that game, three INTs. And then you, you also lose Daryl Henderson who was playing very well for him, but Sony Michelle, I think looked pretty good. And this is the thing is, is, this is what I liked with the Rams did like getting some backups in there. Right. Sony Michelle plays well. The, the troubling thing for me about the Rams is, is Matt Stafford kind of being really up and down. I used to like, I don't remember him having stretches like this with the lions as, as, yeah. as, as not good as those teams were, he was always the, the guy that kind of like stood out as like, well, at least Matt, you know, I know Matt Stafford's going to go for 250 yards, 
maybe two or three TDs, maybe one INT, but not like a three INT game. I think, I think that's what it is. I think, you know, seeing that, um, was it that bears game early or the, the 49ers game, you know, kind of that stretch of three games where he had at least one INT, like in the first quarter, you know, that, that was the exception. It's like, Oh, something's weird here. Right. And I'm wondering if it's a little bit more the rule. I mean, should this, you know, should you come to expect? And I like, has Stafford taken over like that Wentz mantle of like, expect me to throw an INT. Oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing. I mean, c- considering that his last, I mean, what the last seven games he's thrown five, eight, nine INTs, nine of his 13 INTs. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a little bit of a turnover prone situation and he's had in those in those games he's had three of those games where he's had more ints than you know than uh uh tds so it's it's one of those things where i've not seen him when it's like when he's off he's really off you know what i mean i'm not i'm not i don't remember a lot of those games that's true i mean but it's not you know the bucks aren't even really looking that much better like at that matchup we uh we won't get too much in the playoffs so plenty of scenarios i think we've covered most of them so let's say something for two weeks from now in the season that'll never end but we will jump into a game that did happen um Bengals at ravens obviously we didn't have um lamar jackson again in this game so the raven you know a couple weeks in a row trying to patch it together and that mm-hmm. come with their two you know losses that are actually for going for two you know he had that packers loss and then the steelers loss losing both of those and these these losses kind of started to add up do you feel like you know the ravens kind of you know after that chiefs win and just kind of being the favorite for this division expecting in the postseason and right now are they a little bit in panic mode yeah i mean i definitely think like some of those like you said the the analytic games like going for it maybe go playing in overtime would have been a better spot now that we're sitting at eight and seven and we're we're on the outside kind of this log jam uh of you know eight and seven teams and nine and six teams it's like yeah you know where are they sitting here the fucking the dolphins win last night i mean they got gifted a great you know position to have to go against the the saints who were beat up and you know couldn't start their you know a they basically had to start their fourth round pick who um isn't a competent quarterback you know what i mean so they they slide in there yeah i i if i'm John Harbaugh, I'm, I'm starting to sweat a little bit of my aggressiveness here, especially when it's, you know, mired by losing my best guys, not to just injury, but just to COVID protocols and safety. And it's like, man, we gotta, we gotta figure out a way to get a rhythm. And now is not the best time when you're fighting for a playoff spot to try and figure out, you know, how do we, how do we win ball games in the NFL right now? And you're still low on Burrow, right? Like you're hoping for that Bengals matchup. If you're like, if you're a Raiders or a Chargers team that sneaks in the postseason. Um, I mean the 525 yard four TD burrow that we saw. No, I'm, 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 I'm fully un, uh, understanding of his skills, but <laughs> I like him in the AFC. If I, if I'm any team that draws him, I, yeah. I love it. If I'm any, any kind of pass rush too. Oh, any kind of pass rush. I mean, their offensive line is, is kind of still not solved. So if we, if, if we, you know, the Bengals are sitting at the third seed right now, so they're looking at the Patriots. I mean, fucking Bill Belichick has got to be licking his chops yeah, to just all the different ways that I'm going to fuck with Joe Burrow in his first playoff game, at home or not. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm loving that matchup. I can't believe I missed this bet. Bills at Patriots. Bills win 33-21. Patriots 9-6 on the season. Had the number one seed for a while. But now, you know, I mean, look at the schedule. They have the Dolphins and the jaguars left i believe so we can go ahead and then uh punch their dance card but what do you think their record is at home nine and six without looking what's patriots home Ooh. record um are they three and four three and five three and well five done. yeah so not it's maybe it's this team easy even like rooting for the home it seems like they're just fine going on the road to take care of business but right now bills versus patriots i mean this is you know one of the better afc especially interdivisional matchups uh that we see who do you like on a neutral field for the third game if they played again like three weeks from now Ooh, um man i mean when when the bills are clicking uh i i do like the bills i think they're they're more talented all the way through um and and I, there's less of a floor 
with Josh Allen than there is with Mac Jones right now. Yeah. So and I think, that, yeah, I think that's right. Cause I mean, I think I got to take the bills too. Cause the bills, even if they get themselves in a little hole, I can see them fight themselves out or like yeah. the Pats, it could be, you know, the Pats get down by three scores. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, that clock starts moving really quick for Mac Jones. Yeah. And they can't lean on their strength, which is running the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're going to have to put it more in the hands of fucking Mac Jones. And I don't think, I don't think Belichick is there either. Right. I don't think Belichick wants that style of game. No, like we say, yeah, I think he prides himself on it. I mean, this is the kind right. of football he always wanted to play, but he just happened to have the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. All right, we are at that uh, part of the year, luckily, where we just get to skip over games that have no implications at all, and that's Jaguars at Jets. Moving on, and Giants at Eagles. Moving on from that, too. That kind of has things. Uh, Buccaneers take care of the Panthers. What's Is a two-quarterback system ever going to work? Like this rule guy doing like the Cam Newton sometimes, the Sam Darnold. I guess maybe it's the level of talent you have, but if you have the level of talent you need, you ain't running two quarterbacks. Yeah, I was thinking about this. It's funny you mentioned this because it made me think about like the way that they've run out. Like, okay, it's not quite two quarterbacks, but like um, Brissett with Tua, right? And like third and one or third and inches, they're going to bring out a big guy to kind of like push the pile and not worry about like an injury prone, you know, Tua getting banged up. Right. Um, and I, a little bit of what we saw with the Saints, right? I mean, when they had everybody available, or at least like last year with Drew Brees, you know, we'd see. Yeah. And then the Taysom Hill. And Taysom yeah, Hill. exactly. And even even the Chiefs do it a little bit with Blake Bell, who's a tight end, but was a former quarterback. So he's used to taking snaps from center uh, at Oklahoma. Um, I like that. I like a little bit of I like I like a little bit of that, but not all of it. I don't think the, the every other series, you know, quarterbacks are not like running backs where you know, they can sit a few series and not see what's going on in the game flow and then yeah. come in, be expected to just dial it up and know exactly what's going on. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. You need that. You need the reps. You need to like, keep it going, like see what the defense is giving you. Um, all right. Chargers at Texans real fast. People are like super low on these Texans. Um, are you got 15 seconds, like stick up for your Chargers? We're going to see them in the postseason, or are they just too inconsistent and Chargers going charges right now? Oof, this is a bad, this is a tough one to defend. It's hard to defend my chargers in this. It's almost like the fucking deflate gate or not deflate gate. Oops. Sorry, Tom Brady, like deflated after um, that chiefs loss. It's like, you know, it's like you have a bad loss. You think yeah. you're going to fucking win. Then you just, all right, well, we got the Texans. And it's like, it's hard to get up after you just fucking had, you know, a victory snatched from your, from your hands against the chiefs. So I don't know. And the, the Texans can be plucky. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what to fucking yeah. make of Davis yeah. Mills. I have no idea. Other than he's got a gigantic neck. That's all I know. Gigantic neck. Rex Burkhead, 22 carries, 149 yeah. yards, two TDs. MVP talk, baby. <laughs> the Burkhead. <laughs> Those swarm around. Uh, well, I mean, the Chargers might just kind of fuck around and see himself outside of the playoffs. Um, might. They might. And I'll be disappointing. I'll be sad. So Chiefs take care of Steelers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, this is it for Ben Roethlisberger, right? I mean, yeah, I think, I think the rumor mill is, is he said that he, he's, he's cooked when, when they, when they hit that, you know, end of that win streak last season, it, you know, it looked like he was cooked then, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think I remember that. I think he, after that, um, cause they did make the, what they lost, they got embarrassed by the Browns and the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so like just absolutely embarrassed. And I think he had like four INTs in the first half. I mean, it was something like ridiculous. But yeah, I felt like he would have quit that game if it was a close one. But I think it was just like such a, I can't leave this taste in my mouth for the rest of my life that this was like the last time I was on like a football field. Yeah. So, so what's the, yeah, I mean, so what it is going 500 and maybe not <laughs> making the playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, that's the thing is the NFL is cruel, right? There's everyone thinks that they're going to have the John Elway exit, go, you know, Super Bowl MVP and walk out the door. And it very rarely ever happens on a positive note. Right? Yeah, most of, most of the time, guys, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say who did have those exits. Like Elway, did Steve Young leave on top? Did Montana? No, no Montana Steve, Steve Young left on a fucking stretcher. Aeneas William crushed him and gave oh, him shit, a yeah. serious, a serious head injury. Um, Aikman? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, 
yeah, it's very, it, you know, it, it just doesn't happen. A lot of times for most NFL players, they fucking, they're cr- trying to get back in. They fucking, you know, they're getting cut. They're getting released. They're signing a one year, but you know, weird deal. We were like, all right, Jerry Rice, I don't know you on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Destroyed it. Um, last one the Cowboys uh, take care of the Washington football team on Sunday night, 56 to 14, uh, 42 points in the first half. Yeah. These fucking uh, Cowboys are bipolar. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they completely are really cooking 11 at four. Right now, neutral field. I give you Bucks, Cowboys, Rams. Who's your pick? Neutral field, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams. <sighs> Let's just say they play a round robin. Who comes out with the better, better record, better overall record? Give me the give me the Bucks. As unsure of that as I feel right now. I don't I think the Bucks just have a little bit better all around although they're kind of banged up that's tough to say yeah what do you think uh, i think they all come out one and one <laughs> one one and one they all tie uh, one one lose one and tie one yeah i weirdly think you because of the injuries i think you have to give me the cowboys i think um i think, you're, yeah, you I, might think be right I think their defense is strong enough to give matt stafford fits um we seem to have like tom brady can really shut down especially with no weapons with that so you kind of got to lean on like who's got the best defense with a quarterback that can really get cooking if you know if the game script flips the other way and i gotta go Dak. oh i like that yeah and troy aikman did not go out on top four and seven in his last <laughs> in his last season seven tds 14 ints it doesn't end well it doesn't end well people that's right i gotta get your elbow on um Although Elway not going out on top, just kind of running this Broncos franchise in the ground with his quarterback picks. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right, happened in that inbox. We no coach has ever left or resigned from Notre Dame football. They're either fired or die in a plane crash. Thanks. Um, Brian Kelly is the first to leave for another coaching job. Even more shocking is another college coaching job. Is there any loyalty left in college football? Ooh, great question. Um, no, well, we've seen this. Yeah, we've I seen it in an interesting angle with Lincoln Riley. Uh, this is the first time we've talked about this, Lincoln Riley and Chip Kelly, or Brian Kelly, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. We don't usually dive into college football too often unless someone yeah. pokes us. Because I sure shit don't bring it up. <laughs> Let's get into yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there is. And yeah, you, know, you know what I think changes? I think it's the um, the pecking order of jobs. You know, it used to be like Notre Dame was number one. And now it just kind of seems like, I don't know, I'll go somewhere and do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, fucking money, you know, being a, being a coach, being a professional coach or a college coach is you have a, you have a short shelf life, right? You're not going to, you're very rarely going to be like, again, going out on my own terms. It's not going to happen. There's very yeah, few. Like that, uh, that guy down in LSU gets fired. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't he win the, the chip? Won a natural, yeah, he was, yeah. He won. All of the all of the LSU look, with the exception of Saban at LSU, Saban wins a national title, then fucking hightails it Brian Kelly style to Miami Dolphins. Then leaves the Miami Dolphins of that didn't work out and goes to Alabama. Roll Todd. And then fucking um the hat. Uh, who had the unceremonious? Why can't I remember his name right now? Fucking who's at Kansas? The head coach at Kansas. Who shit? Drink oh, everybody. Les, Les Miles. Les Miles. Thank you. He fucking wins a title. He gets fucking shit canned, and then you bring in Coach O at Orgeron, who didn't have great success in some of the other places. He wins a magical title with that Joe Burrow run. Then a few quick years later, lost the clubhouse. Everyone's fucking pissed. He's gone. Chip Kelly's in there talking about his family. Right. Yeah. yeah. That uh accent. So you think loyalty's gone. But you know what? Let, let me get let me get it here. I want you to go with yeah. loyalty. Remember that question because I'm not trying to like steal the thunder of no, the of course not. There. But I am super curious about so what's going on in LSU? So why did people just turn on you super quick? Do they have like the shortest like short-term memory or shortest long-term memory of like what have you done for me lately uh well i think they're in the sec and i think that they have high expectations and i also think 
that, you know, you have to, like we watched the program, right? You have to straddle the line with these guys and these kids of being fucking too maniacal on campus. And sometimes you got guys that run amok. And if you let a loose program uh, go, they will get unfettered. And that's what happened with Les Miles and Ed Orgeron wasn't a good coach. I think it was Ed Orgeron, like, you know, caught lightning in a bottle where the confluence of everything that meshed with LSU that year was fucking perfect from the assistant coaches and Joe Brady and, and their offensive line and some of the players that they had brought in that I don't believe coach O recruited. And then, um, and that, that might be wrong drink everybody. Cause I'm not sure on that one. But then you get Joe Burrow who transfers, who then just takes this elite step up that no one, no one anticipated. So totally caught lightning in a bottle. And I think their expectations are a little high when your fucking rival is Alabama and they're every other year, they're winning a national championship. You're, you're, you know, it's like the Michigan, Ohio rivalry. Like you're expected to like, if I'm Michigan and, and LSU, I'm expected to compete with Ohio and Alabama on a regular basis. And you ain't cutting it. You're gone. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of, uh, this is like actually college basketball though, but wasn't it like Bruce Weber making that deep run with like the Illinois team that almost yes. went undefeated, but he just took over like Bill Self old team. And right, everybody yes. was just like, Bruce Weber's a fucking genius. And yeah. then like completely fell off the map. Yeah, it, it happens. It, it, it happens. It happened with. Yeah. I mean, especially, know, especially back then, you know, or like a decade ago. I mean, that was before, you know, transport portals, like what it was like crazy for someone to transport transfer like in you know basketball and i think football is almost unheard of right i mean basketball is pretty rare also yeah if in football you lost a year so if you're trying to get out in three years right because that's the minimum you can or that's a that's a minimum you can play in order to um uh you know throw your name into the nfl draft Mm -hmm. you you don't want to waste a year just sitting as a redshirt so it's it's becomes untenable to do that now with the transfer rules um it's basically like we have college free agency so i'm not surprised where the equity was kind of unbalanced to begin with now we see players who take a little bit back of their power to kind of decide where they go because i don't necessarily think it's right that you can't leave and then just not play for a year because i signed a letter of intent when i was 18 and now uh, any other kid in college could go and transfer to another college and take classes and wouldn't have to sit out or do anything. So we're not really treating them quite fairly. Now you have this, which is fine. I appreciate it. I think we start seeing coaches that are like, look, like I have less control over my teams and I, what I get judged on is my guy staying and me developing talent and winning national championships. That what, that's what Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, that's where they're judged on. So if I don't think I can get it done there, I think the boosters are, I've worn out my welcome with the boosters and the guys that are paying my check. I might as well fucking cut tail if there's an opening. If I can razzle dazzle and sign up for a seven year deal for 95 million bucks, like I get it. I'm going to fucking do it. It's what's best for my family. Everyone in this situation is doing what's best for themselves. It's unfortunately like a sad kind of, you know, fucking, you know, shroud over college athletics because we want this like, oh, I signed to play for the school and I, I have all this school spirit. Uh, get You know, get real, guys. This isn't fucking, co- this isn't 1970s college football or basketball where these guys just wanted to play for fucking Roy Williams or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, era Parsegian. They're just not, it's not the same. They're trying to get to the league. They're trying to get paid. And even now, even more so, which you saw with Quinn Ewers, who was who was the number one uh, quarterback in the 2022 class? Graduated from high school early, got the bag, got an NIL deal, signed with Ohio early, enrolled early, right? Then doesn't get the fucking starting job. CJ Stroud does. He becomes a Heisman fucking finalist as a redshirt freshman. Quinn Ewers transfer portal, going to Texas, getting another bag with an NI, another NI, I, NIL deal at Texas. This is college football today. Get fucking move, adjust your settings, people. Yeah, no, well, that makes sense. I mean, especially, I mean, the money has been a factor for a long time, but 
the amateur the amateur system will always reflect the pro system because the pro system is where everyone's trying to get. So eventually that's going to run downhill and it was fought off for a very long time. And there was this big separation that it felt like, and now it just ain't. So, all right. Yep. Um, just a six this is from uh, emailer of the pod. I don't like it. I don't like it already. <laughs> I'm much one of my favorite all time underrated Christmas movie, just friends. What are the requirements to get sucked into the friend zone? And I wonder, can a female get stuck in the friend zone? Never. Uh, that's about <laughs> number one. Just Friends, hilarious movie. It was funny. It was on our text thread. I've always been a big Just Friends fan all year round. I'll probably see it like, have it played in the background probably like two times a year. Probably. Really? Two uh, times yeah. a year? Two times a year. Yeah. That it's, feels it's, like it, a lot of spins for Just Friends. It's a good run. It's a good comedy to run back and in the background. And it's, it's good. So this is Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart, correct? Uh, yes, those are two leads. And then it also has um, Anna Ferris, isn't it? Just plays like this um, this famous rock star. It's like, she's hilarious. Oh, that's right. Was yeah. she, is she Ryan Reynolds' other boothang? Well, he, no? Like, he like reps her. Like, he's a music rep. That's right. She's like, uh, she's famous, but she has a crush on Ryan Reynolds and they have to travel together. And he's trying to like shake her and she's actually like batshit crazy. So, like, yeah. the brother has a crush on her. Yeah, there's, um, who else is in it? It's, Oh, what's his name from American Pie? The Klein, the Klein one from Chris American Klein. Pie. Oh man, yeah. I wonder. Great. I wonder what Chris Klein's cameo is right now. <laughs> oh, Bonnie said here earlier. We try. We, we bring it out in this game, but it's on another podcast. And unlike some podcasts out there that have stolen our materials, yes, we refuse to steal. That's so right. We play that, but we're um, not hacks. I don't know. Maybe we will get hacky. It's just yeah. Too- who knows? Yeah, I, no I do. I do want to take a guess. My guess is he's not on there be my guess or i, I put so. it i put it at like uh i do 350 350 mark oh that that's totally chris klein 350 <laughs> that's chris who klein the fuck song. is paying 350 dollars for chris or sure uh yeah just check that out all right um requirements to get sucked into the friend zone um it's kind of have to like no confidence right like, you gotta be yeah. a little spineless it's just like a little you're like a little yes man you're yes. just and i think you gotta be like super obviously this goes without saying you got to be so overly enamored with this person like yeah. you have to find your way to have no confidence but also butt up against somebody that senses it and knows that you're not really in my league but we're kind of in the same social circle enough for me to you know put you in yeah, that especially zone. especially like it's it almost goes back to that saying it's just like you know, I wouldn't want to be a member of a club that would have me as a member or like however that goes. Like yeah. nobody, especially in the beginning, like if they're turned off by you being obsessed with them, if you're obsessed with them, they're just like, what is your fucking problem? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like I'm a flawed human being like everybody else. Like you need to relax, like get it together and get your head on straight. If you've been friend, you've been friends on it. I, I, it's hard. I can't imagine recently or or like not since high school that's that's probably the sweetest thing you've ever said to me on the pod yeah, yeah. i know um <laughs> i know how to tickle your strings i know it yeah 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 look at that little uh, um, i don't think so like not really but also like because i think the the anti-friend zone thing is you want to stay ahead of it like friend zone too if you just kind of linger too long and you know they don't know what this relationship are is or they don't know what your interest is then it's going to default to friend zone that's why I think it's like friend zone is avoidable. Like, you know, if you know you're interested in someone like those first, you know, first few meetings or like get it out there early, just get it like break yeah. the ice. Like just like that shows confidence. And at least like you're talking about it, getting there as opposed to like, just kind of sitting on your hands. And then, you know, you guys have just been casually hanging out for six weeks and that kind of confuse things. If your intentions are like, you'd like to date. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could have gotten friend zoned by Dr. Mrs. The commish. Oh really? Yeah. Cause you guys were uh, in acting class together, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were friends. And then, you know, your boy got fucking some liquid courage and stepped up. <laughs> I see you guys, you guys got forced as a pairing, right? When you'd rehearse. We were, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that was a long time before. And then we were, you know, I, you know, I gravitated to her and she was cool and I liked hanging out. Uh, I made an overture. That overture got rejected, but more so than being just too drunk and not, you know, not, not being, uh, um, you know, a, a quality candidate in that moment. Oh, sure, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. But then we, but then we, you know, we continue to play around and hang out and be friends and not let that, you know, props to Dr. Mrs. The Commissioner for being a, a cool chick and not letting, 
you know, some drunken idiot trying to hit on her to, uh, you know, to fucking to dissuade her. She knew she saw the inner me. She knew what it was. And then uh, and then, yeah. And then finally, we, we, you know, got together. Do you remember if you like feeling like the window was closing? No, actually, no, I, I no. I mean, it, it got to a certain point, too. where We both were like lying to ourselves about it because we, we would we were hanging out so much that people were like um well you guys are dating right like we would be talking we're like oh well like you guys are girl boyfriend and girlfriend it's like no we're just we're, we're just friends what are you talking about you know we both gotten out of relationships kind of right right as we met so we kind of had a little bit of that like we're both out of relationships we're not really in relationships you know and but we liked hanging out and really all we were doing was just lying to each other <laughs> and you know and then here we are uh well it's been 15 years now something like that we've been together dynamite bro dynamite bro dynamite um and last part i wonder can a female get stuck in the friend zone uh good question nope okay moving on um get to work um before smartphones and computers business people used to carry a briefcase that held all their work essential shit what would a mab podcaster have to carry in their briefcase on the way to the recording studio downtown uh, do you think coaches and assistant coaches, such as defense coordinator, carry briefcase in the seventies? Um, yeah, briefcase days. Don't remember those. Um, what would it, what would we have to carry? Like we'd have to carry. Well, so you do your prep by pen and paper. Yes. Uh, I do my. I type it out. I used to do it by pen and paper, but I can't read my own handwriting, so I started uh, typing it out. But I would need like a laptop, and I need a second screen. Cause I have the screen that goes with like, when we're talking ESPN football. I need like all the schedules and a playoff picture up there. I need the actual write down of the run of show. I did of right. you know, guy you need that show. ads playing in the background. We need, I need that. ads playing in the background. I need your face right there on the zoom and I need to pull this email up. So that's, so I need a second monitor, probably, a, you know, an extension cord to make sure I'm covered. Yes. And then just a laptop. I, think it'd be it. I like to carry a pen, but it's a, it's just a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, I did notice that. You have a, I, I, I've never <laughs> noticed that. I was like, oh, yeah, right. You have a pen in your hand, but you never. Not right now, I got shit. a lot of these, a lot of this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For those, I, I think was it's like, not doing pen. No, I've, I brought in the second laptop, right? So I've got the Zoom going with you, like staring at your fucking, your dark and brooding face. I got my, I got, and that's up high. Then I got my, my pad down low with all my notes. And then, um, and I got the other laptop up there, especially when I'm looking at like sports stuff, trying to trying to bail out the audience when we have to Google things. Yeah, in real time. Uh, did we ever do? Did we do one episode where we couldn't see each other? I think we did a few episodes where we couldn't see each I other. I think we did two. I think and maybe that, one was when we had, also when we had, um, uh, Jay Moore on. I think for some reason, like trying to set that all up. Maybe I had a phone in a different room. I remember that being like a really crazy setup. Because we didn't want to put him out like is before like Zoom existed or anybody knew yes. about Zoom or yeah. COVID-19. Yeah, and how easy it was to just be like click the link. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, give him a number to call in to the Zoom. Oh man. I just yes. remember just sitting there just like waiting, like yeah, like patching that. I patched him in on one cell phone and put that cell phone in the other room in a drawer. So when I like wow, <laughs> wow. Right. That's a real, uh, do you that's think coaches line. and assistant coaches such as defensive coordinators carried briefcase in the 70s? Yeah, Probably. I think, yeah. I think like you have your you have your playbook in there. I think the playbook's taken pretty seriously too. You get your X's and O's. Yeah. And you also you kind of want to act as if. Like you want your, 100%. You, know, you guys to take you seriously. So even if you come in there with like your sleeveless shirt and your visor, like you're carrying a briefcase to let everybody know that, you know, you're putting in that homework. You know, Absolutely. A hundred percent. They're playing fucking business tycoon for yeah. sure. Part of it's the job. Um, all right, bro. Your favorite segment. You hear about this? You hear about this? Yeah, let's get to it. Everyone knows that I get my info from Yahoo News. Omicron. Heard of it. Let's go. All right. Um, Magic Johnson not looking forward to Showtime Lakers on uh, HBO, the series coming up. He's got two in development on his own. Uh, when asked if he was excited, he dropped a simple no. Ooh. Um, not really sure who's playing Magic Johnson. I don't think it's a name. I think he's, I think they're introducing him. Cause I think you've got the, you run the risk of, you got to be all the, the, the charismatic personality of Magic Johnson. 
right? Yeah. And you got to be, I think that they make him actually play a little bit of basketball. So you got to be able to play basketball, which is that's the the sports biopics. This is the yeah. death knell of every fucking sports biopic is I can either cast a guy that's a really good actor who can kind of emulate the, the persona of the person that I'm trying to do. Or I can have them like fucking, you know, throw a ball correctly and look like they can play the fucking role. Right. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. I can't do both. No. Yeah. You either, you got to make a choice. Like you're either getting, you know, you're either getting Ray Allen and yes. like all that comes with, with the acting is a tough lift, but his mm-hmm. basketball still look great. Yep. Or you're getting the, um, you're getting the Wesley Snipes, like uh, dribbling up to your chin, but still. Uh, I love still, it. I was almost going to go, or you're getting Tim Robbins and Bull Durham. It's like, you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking throwing gas. No way. Yeah. Ain't no one believing that. Um, I bro, well, who would play you? That's the question. Have who we done this? Me? I think we've done this before. Yeah. Oh, Zach Braff. Oh, nice. That's a pretty good one. Have you I, gotten Zach Braff before? I see it now. I never really oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've gotten it uh, a fair bit. I get yeah. I get a lot of, this is not to toot my own horn, sure. but I just got it just literally the probably a month ago where I'm coming out of a meeting and and this woman stops me. It's very uncomfortable when you're in these moments. And they're like, you look like someone. And I'm not going to be the one to bail them out. Be like, oh, it's so-and-so. Because what does that say about me to have it like so quick, like I just did there now? But if yeah. you stop me, you better fucking, you better have your fucking laser pointed sighted. And you better <laughs> fucking, you better get me. I've I've had them where they've they've said some other people. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? No way. But um, but yeah, Zach Braff, I get a lot. But I hate the like, you look like you remind me of something. You look like that actor. What's that actor's name? It's like. I'm not gonna. I'm not playing your fucking. Yeah, you game. go for it yourself. Go or don't. Yeah, I'm gonna just leave you on this fucking island. Um, I mean, it's been a good year after the compliment you gave me. I want to go Bradley Cooper. Um, obviously, so. I do not look like Bradley Cooper. I mean, probably in spirit, we're just as awesome. But uh, yeah, I think we've been over this. It's gotta be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, in oh. high school. In high school, I looked exactly like him. I don't That's look too funny. so much like him now. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, you, you matured. You've grown. Bradley Cooper cameo, like a thousand dollars. Does it for some oh, charity event? Oh, life savings for sure. Like can't like can't afford it. Like I don't like a like a bitcoin to charity or something, probably yeah, something, something like somewhere that. around them. Yeah. Um all right, Jared Leto's shirtless photo goes viral for his 50th birthday. We saw this, but kids got the shelves installed for sure. Uh got that eight pack going at 50. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Opening up that second laptop. You saw it. You <laughs> saw it. I'm Googling some dude. Doing a little quick. I mean, it's Dark City. I'm trying to remember the name of this other movie. There's this actor that has like, a, it is Dark City. I don't think he's famous, but he has like a little bit of like the lazy eye thing, like the hint of lazy eye thing I have going on. With like, uh, and he's also got like dark hair. Yeah. This guy, what's this guy's name? Rufus Sewell? I don't know. That guy's a little too old, so he wouldn't play me. Um, yeah. So look at the Jared Leto photo. Oh, I know. I, I know who that guy is. Yeah. Whoa. Saw. What's up, Jared Leto? Drinking from the fountain of youth. Yeah. Um. All right, bro. So give me just a quick once over. How are you looking at fifty? What's oh. gonna be the home edition? What's the score? What do we got here? Well, considering hair, I just hair, hair still intact. Yeah, I think so. My dad had my dad hair a little thinning up top, hair still intact, salt and pepper. Uh, you're asking this in a very sensitive moment right now. I'm the fattest I've ever been oh. right here. So now, now hopefully I'm getting tight and looking like Jared Leto. I don't know if I'll right. have an eight pack. There we go. But but definitely like oh. a four pack, maybe like a fucking yeah. just like a the white white claw to go pack. Give me that. I so when you're revamping, we talked about this. Like I find like trying to get all those new year's resolution it's it's winter bro it happens it happens every yep. time Don't yep. Sweat it. yep um so when you're kind of like oh did it happen did it happen <laughs> when you're hitting the reset button like are you getting like you know are you doing like a little like crazy stupid love like remake are you getting like different clothes like you open the wardrobe are you getting new shirts like what kind of gives you like your swagger back to really get that momentum going oh at 50 or or just in general no just now yeah, yeah. just now, no, no. yeah i definitely think like uh you know 
seeing seeing results right that'll get me that'll help me get my swagger back seeing some of those lbs drop off mm-hmm. uh getting out to the gym just getting to the gym that'll be a good one um i'm i'm sorry I'm mesmerized by this fucking jared little pick i don't like the thumbs up that he's given us yeah i don't like that i don't like his dickhead uh casio calculator watch i'm not feeling it put it on an yeah. apple watch i, did, I, I noticed that watch too like it just said uh, like something doesn't ring true about it it's not genuine yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, back to me. Not a, enough about Jared Leto. Yes. Uh, this, this, sure. we didn't start this pod for fucking Jared Leto. Um, did we? No, we did not. No, we did not. We did not. Uh, but yeah, I think definitely. Like, I'm not a big clothes guy. Although I was doing a um, Doctor Miss of the Commission had like a you know like a, a rental service, like where you can like they all send you clothes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like an unboxing thing. I don't know. Truck what it was of the called. month club, or whatever. Truck of the month. Exactly right. She signed me up for one of those. It was great. But also, too, I felt like I was spending too much money. I didn't like the opulence of it. Even though it wasn't that much money, I just didn't like the fucking, you know, every, like, because you could yeah. set the intervals. I don't like every six weeks being doted on with all That's this, true. with the fucking like, belt man, and shoes. What's like, up? Yeah, your kids think it's just like, why is daddy ordering packages all the time? Is he yeah. needy? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. let's do what exactly. I think about that. I swear yeah. So I canceled that. But that was fun. So that helped me kick in. But I was, like, putting on new clothes. What at 50? Here's the thing that I don't want to do at 50. I hope to be as, I mean, you know, Jared Leto has the the coolness factor like in spades. I don't want to be that guy at 50 that's like, you shouldn't be wearing those clothes. Like, that's what I really don't want to be. We yeah, all know it. We yeah. all seen it. Like, you know, that one dude that came in at Tiger King that tried to like save the, 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 yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah, yeah and he had like the Ed Hardy shirts. Yeah, I was a bartender in LA. I saw every combination you're talking about. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to be the guy with the fucking rhinestones on his jeans at 50 being like, I'm my shit is fucking dope right now. Sitting there don't at 50, be short sleeve button up shirt, a few not too many buttons buttoned, asking like, you know, like who's the hottest cocktail waitress around? Like, yeah, yeah it's just uh it's a tough look. It's a tough hang for everyone. Exactly. Everyone smells you come. We won't do that. We're not well, age gracefully. That. 50, age gracefully. Um, all right. You about this, you hear about this? Uh, so voted on most active uh, internet profiles. We got Will Smith, Pete Davidson, Megan Fox, and Machine Gun Kelly. Who did you hear too much about this year out of those three guys? Oh, wow. That's a fucking murderer's row. I would yeah. love to say all of them. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox go together not in real life i i I don't get their whole existence um pete davidson only because he fucking major stick man that guy he fucking he gets around for sure yeah so it's got to be will smith i don't like i don't like the the things that i'm i'm coming from my boy big willie style (laughs) yeah it was like a little bit more interesting was on there like added like got the book out it's just like a little interesting like i don't know don't we want like a like kind of this like just a little bit of mystique with our movie yes. stars. Yes. You no, know, like I'm, oh, we don't we don't want the whole map, the whole like don't pull the curtain back. We want you to think think that you are a little bit better than us. I don't want to know that Will Smith had so much sex after a breakup that now he gets violently ill when he orgasms. I don't need to know this. Yeah. Leo Leonardo DiCaprio ain't telling me this info. <laughs> I don't need to know this. Keeping that Keep to himself. Um. All right, Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Top 3 Sports Moments 2021 here we are we got to do something for you is there anything else in 2021 you want to talk about like your favorite book you read a favorite tv show you saw a movie you could think about it we'll get through this i know i'm just yes. throwing at you something we are a sports podcast we i are. like sports we do this. that's what we got to do perfect buddy uh my number three moment say tom brady breaking the all-time yardage record in new england oh very good uh, I mean, hats off to the NFL as much as we give them shit as we should. And sometimes their schedule seems like, I don't know, they're just trying to literally fuck over the Thursday night game or ESPN on Monday night. Sometimes they get it right. And just how they time this out to have it. I mean, it was, 
I mean, you weren't, if you were an NFL fan, you weren't not watching this game. So Bill yeah. see it, you know, like, and all of it, you know, it played out like a soap opera, like watching Bill and Tom, like how they hugged afterwards, then finding out, you know, that Bill Belichick went by the locker room and they like chatted for like 20 minutes. Cause all we knew, like, you know, once Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, like Tom Brady just packed his shit and like deleted yeah. Bill Belichick's number. That's all we knew. So to like see them get together, it is kind of nice of, you know, see like game recognized game and just like two of these guys at least respect each other and tolerate each other and took enough time to, you know, say hello. Yeah. I like it. I, I did. I, I had another Tom Brady moment, but that was going to be on my console bracket. I had my number three, uh, Giannis going for 50 in a fucking title game, closing it out in a, in Ooh, a weird NBA finals, Very uh, weird. And a weird, weird run for the bucks all in general. We, we counted them out a couple times in that, you know, then just kind of cementing himself as the, the best player in the league. Uh, I like that moment. It was a good moment for me. That's good. Yeah. So I had that in my number two. I obviously would probably have some moments that are pretty close, but we define them differently for whatever reason. Like it definitely, I got a lot more into the NBA postseason. It felt like a, not a complete changing of the guard, but just this youth movement, you know, like we saw, um, what's his name from the Hawks, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah. Kind of really come established. And there were just like some really great matchups, like uh, everything that was supposed to be a walk in the park, like Brooklyn goes through all that injury stuff, but still, you know, to watch, KD really try to battle it out against the Bucs. I think you're talking about times we thought they were out. Like Bucks even seemed like they were against the ropes uh, against those Hawks. But yeah, the, the overall note I walked away with uh, at the end of this NBA season for my number two spot is Chris Ball, Chris Paul uh, being up 2-0 and oh. then, you know, them just dropping four straight because it finally seemed like love him or hate him, like all time, you know, top 30 list, Chris Paul, especially like point guards, he has to be on there, you know, somewhere. Like, yeah. They see yeah. him get so close and have it almost there and then everyone kind of because you know it's funny is like chris paul is like he's very polarizing like nobody like is just kind of you know you could be mediocre about a guy like clay thompson or something i mean withhold that last like 70 list thing but you know there's <laughs> right. just like but with chris paul really brings shit out in people and you know there's some people that are adamantly rooting against him and the people that loved him they were just like you know he's he's finally going to get there because it looked like if there's one team that you could handle in the finals it would be this bucks team but Giannis shuts that down yeah 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 that that was a very there was a there was a lot of storylines that came out of it yeah. um out of that whole nba playoffs that you made me think about because even like he had even that, that Knicks moment, right? Like in that whole Knicks series, right? With Trey Young and him being that fucking bad guy and, you know, bowing and fucking in, in yeah, that Madison Square Garden. And then like them, you know, uh, like blowing out Philadelphia, like in that, I think that first, like Philadelphia's first home game, what I mean, Utah just showing up and being completely Utah and just like shooting the lights out and wonder if like Gobert's going to show. I mean, there was just yeah. like, it was, it was everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. It was an enjoyable finals. Um, so my number two, um, uh, going to college basketball, love this moment. Love Jalen Suggs. He's doing all right in the playoffs or in the play in the, in the NBA. Um, but loving in the March madness buzzer beaters, love half quarter buzzer beaters beating, UCLA that beat my Michigan Wolverine basketball team. And you got to go to that game, right? You were at the Michigan game. I was at the Michigan Michigan game. game. Yes, I was at the Michigan UCLA where they cut my fucking heart out. Ooh, tough break, baby. Tough break. Oh, but yeah, but then, you know, then fucking, then Jalen's like, got him back. That's right. It's all about redemption in this one. But no, that was an amazing play. Uh, You know, an interesting, fun uh, you know, college basketball, March Madness, getting it back on the on the fucking on the tracks, getting it back. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because we we missed that year for the first time, whatever. And it just yeah. remembered how fun that tournament was. And it, it always will be fun. It'll be fun, even if you start watching college basketball in like mid February. <laughs> right. Um, one number one slot. I was going to give it to the weekend's halftime performance at the Super Bowl. I like it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to give it to Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl over the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, big NFL fan, and it's just, you know, not to make this entire thing about Tom Brady, but if you would look at sports headlines for 2021, Tom Brady would come up. And we have, remember how much we were talking about, like, Tom Brady leaving. Is it over? We've been talking about it being over, like, 
five or six years, Tom Brady is just like how, you know, the Patriots missing Tom Brady, how, you know, you can't do it to a quarterback of that caliber and for him having something to prove. And if there's one more thing that he could prove on just being the best and like mind over matter, it's going to a completely different fucking football team and winning the Super Bowl the first year they're there, you're there and starting out as a wild card, you enter those playoffs as a wild card. It's crazy. Yeah. Wild storyline, probably the storyline out of, you know, the NFL still kind of holds the mantle as the number one sport in the country, making yeah. it the number one sport in the world. I know fucking cricket. Get out of here. Soccer. Fucking. I get it. <laughs> it's the NFL. What are you talking about? Gotta be. Um, I like it. Uh, I, of course I can't, I mean, it's pretty, pretty transparent. Mine's got to be Michigan beating Ohio 42, 27. My number one sports moment of the year. Um, little console bracket. I had avocado tequila, fucking Tom Brady throwing. <laughs> oh trophy. my god, that's right. I would totally give it to Tom Brady throwing the Super Bowl trophy from boat to boat. That was fucking yeah. awesome. And I and I love the Lombardi trophy. I think it was like the person that makes it or his like wife getting all yep. pissy about it. It, it was it, like, come yeah. on, lady. Um, speaking of that Super Bowl on my console bracket, Mahomes throwing the greatest incomplete pass of all time. <laughs> right yeah the incomplete pass we'll never remember yeah well I, it is i i don't take i'm not being like a, a like making making light of it like it was oh, really the yeah. most incredible play like it's the only incomplete pass that anyone will ever remember it's the best of all time yeah i just i mean it just goes to show though like if they complete like it's amazing but we don't ever remember it like if you know if an alley oop ends in a dunk that hits the back of the rim like the alley oop didn't happen like right. the past didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's good. Um, well, bro, I hope, I wish that your favorite memory for 2022 <gasps> Wolverine's National Championship, baby. Hey! You walk with that, my friend. Talk it up, um, baby. Has it been MAB Sports Podcast episode 199? Shoot us an email. Wish us a happy 200. Maybe we'll give you a call. The roll calls like we do for every hundred episodes. Just, just spring it on people. Have them unawares that the call's coming. <laughs> uh, I am Brandana. He's most awesome. We'll do our MVPs of the week real fast. Um, mine's on the Saturday tip. Uh, John Madden uh, got the news a couple hours ago that he passed away today. Obviously, coaching and announcing legend in the NFL. So I uh, remember you know, video games, his voice being part of the league that I love so much growing up. Best yeah. I, I have him on there too. Yeah. Unfortunate to hear that he passed away, uh, left just an incredible mark on all of football. I actually think he gets, he's, his coaching career is not as properly rated as it should be. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I think it's gotta be because, he's just such a presence after yeah. that coaching career. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like he had two careers. Like a lot of those guys that we see like sitting in the booth when, you know, you ask somebody that's like a generation younger than us or like halfway there, it's just like, Oh yeah. Terry Bradshaw, that zany guy in the booth. And it's just like, yeah, he did, uh, you know, he did get some rings with the Steelers. So right. it's just kind of funny how that takes a second life, but yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah. give us some of his coaching stats real fast. So, um, I think the highest winning percentage all time amongst everyone, 103, it was like a 76% winning percentage as a head coach. It was like 103 and 37 and seven, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, only coached for 10 years, uh, nine and seven uh, in the playoffs, um, one NFL title. The thing that I think was most interesting, so he started his first year when the, the Oakland Raiders were in the AFL and then nine years in the NFL. Um, and so I was like looking at his playoff runs. I was like, oh, well, they were they just teams that were like underperforming, like really good in the, in the regular season, but underperforming? I don't think so. He missed the playoffs twice, never had a losing season, by the way. Missed the playoffs twice, just back in those days, fewer teams made the playoffs. But um, one year he won the chip in the NFL title, the other five of the other years, he lost to the Super Bowl winner in those years, yeah. the dominant seventies, Miami dolphins, the fucking Steeler dynasty that we know about. Like this is a guy going up against the best of the best 
at all times and was fucking a really good head coach balancing al davis balancing the fucking personalities and the personnel decisions you know it's a famous line if like if you want me to be the cook like let me pick the ingredients well he never got that choice he had al davis to manage still put out a fucking fantastic uh product every year and then turned around you know was in and out and 1979 started his broadcasting career had like 16 emmys i think it was and obviously just like a personality that totally changed how broadcasters talk about the game you know and and personalize it in a, in a much more kind of casual way you got the bus right the madden bus because he hated flying you got their yeah. tur- turducken on uh on on the thanksgiving games you got you know all that fun stuff with the telestrator great stuff good fun guy great ambassador for the game he will be missed nfl legend um all right brother you uh enjoy your new year's eve my friend i'm sure you will get a text or call from me that's oh how we, that's how we roll baby uh i'm brandana once you sign yourself off most awesome um friends keep him a lookout in 2022 a new movie called pod friends about two podcasters on opposite podcasts that have a little bit of the will they won't they get together will they won't they i don't know tune in pod friends they will Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.